New Living Translations, Hebrews 6, verses 9 through 15. It says, dear friends, even though we are talking this way, we really don't believe it applies to you. We are confident that you are meant for better things, things that come with salvation. Wow. So Paul is speaking about our salvation package right here. There are things that come with your salvation package that I need you to take hold of. Mm -hmm. These are better things. He's saying that I am confident of these things, these better things for you. I'm like, man, Lord, Paul is confident for this salvation package for me. How confident am I for, for, for me, for my children, for my son? Amen. Salvation is a full package. It doesn't stop with salvation. That was the greatest hurdle that we needed. And with that hurdle being removed, we have access to so much. And Paul said that there are better things for us. And he's confident that we will lay hold of it. Next verse, please. Amen. <laughs> All right, next verse. Um, nine, for God is not unjust. He will not forget how hard you have worked for him and how you have shown your love in him by caring for other believers as you still do. Wow. So this is the nature of God. God is a God of justice. And everything you do for God's people is not in vain. He is the rewarder. He will reward you. He is taking account of every labor of love, every work you do for God's people, every sowing into God's work, every prayers you pray for God's people, all of that. God is not unjust. So he will reward you. I just feel like we should make some certain confessions and say, God, I am confident for better things. I am expectant that you are not unjust. Therefore, you will reward me for this, for this, and for this. There's nothing Amen. wrong with declaring that. As a matter of fact, I declare it over everyone who blesses my life. Everyone who blesses this ministry, I, I keep declaring that over them. So you can Amen. declare it. Declare it. It's not arrogant. It is God's word. Yeah. Next verse, please. Verse 11, our great desire is that you will keep on loving others as long as life lasts in order to make certain that what you hope for will come true. So we keep loving. It's a process that we have to go through to get to the other side of receiving what we are hoping for. So let's yeah. be consistent. Let's not give up along the way. Amen. Continue, please. Well, like he says, it says, as long as life lasts. That's a long time. <laughs> it <is>. Yeah. <laughs> then you will not become spiritually dull and indifferent. Instead, you will follow the example of those who are going to inherit God's promises because of their faith and endurance. Oh, I know that the New King James talks about becoming sluggish and NLT is saying that a spiritual dullness, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. That is scary. That is what? Scary. 
Tell me why you say it's scary. Uh-oh. You know, because there's a possibility that we can become indifferent. We can become spiritually dull, you know, if we don't persevere. Wow. Yeah, it's scary for that to happen, so we have to be mindful of that. That is so yeah, powerful. We don't receive what is what he promised. Exactly. So God's promises, in other words, are our inheritance, right? Mm-hmm. God has already ordained Absolutely. that for us, and he wants us to persist. He's not unjust. He's going to reward you for all that love and that giving and that ministration that you do to him and to his people. But then many of us might give way, just like our sister said, it was, it's a long time. <laughs> Along the way, we might become spiritually dull. Do you guys remember we had a whole teaching on this sluggishness? And we talked about sluggishness extensively. Jesus was unhappy with his disciples because they did not believe all the stories he had told them that he was going to resurrect. Mary came and told them. The other disciples came and told them. They still did not believe. And when he came... He addressed it with them. He's like, why are you sluggish? You know, remember we had that teaching. So I like that Mata just said that it's scary, but I see a consistency because for me now I'm like, we have to really agree that God's people are sluggish because we keep coming across this. Even Paul, I think in Hebrews 3, he talks about the sluggishness. Jesus complained about it several times. So sluggishness is actively stealing our inheritance from us. Uh Whose fault is that? Who's responsible for keeping their spiritual life active? And I want you to read that verse 12 again, Valerie. I want us to pull something from it. Okay. Then you will not become spiritually dull and indifferent. Instead, you will follow the example of those who are going to inherit God's promises because of their and endurance. Wow. So in order for us not to get indifferent, we have to imitate. That's why we go through the word so much. This entire ministry is built on going through the word and looking at how all these men of God walked with God and the things they did. We've done teachings on the foundations of our faith and how we can be restored to walk in that path. Because now we're just eating donuts and having coffee as a body of Christ. We're just listening to motivational teachings that only feed our flesh. That only increase our desire for our earthly pleasures being met. It's like the teachings we're receiving are just tearing our flesh to keep desiring the things they are desiring. And what Paul is talking here is not about triggering our flesh, but to continue to do this good works and this love actions consistently to the very end. And he's saying we should imitate. So as the body of Christ, I find that we must position ourselves and make a decision today that we're going to imitate the people who through faith and patience inherit the promises. So they utilize the combination of faith and patience to inherit the promises. People who did not settle, but produce this substance that is beyond what we can see. What is faith? Someone tell me what is faith. 
to believe what you cannot see. Faith is believing something. Perfect. Hebrews 11 from verse 1, it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Amen. So even though we talk about faith like some abstract thing, ooh, faith, faith, faith is actually substantial. It is tangible. In the earth realm, it may seem like it is woozy, 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 but in the spirit realm, faith is a substance you can lay hold of. It is tangible. You can eat it. You can consume it. You can walk in it. It is as tangible as the meals you eat. It's as tangible as the hugs you give. It is substance. So if you're operating as a spirit being, you will see that you have to constantly engage this substance in order to persevere to the end. So we have to imitate certain people in God's word. They were producing something. They utilize the combination of faith, which is a substance and patience. We will see that patience also is a substance. These people did not settle but they produce this substance. So they took a substance that is from the spirit realm and materialized it on the earth by their actions. They produce substance that is beyond what we see or what we're used to experiencing in this earth because living in this microwave world where we have instant gratification, we feed the flesh, but faith and patience are opposite of these things. They are the better things that come with our salvation. We want to imitate these people who will take hold of patience in the spirit and begin to materialize it in the earth through the sufferings and the trials they went through to inherit the promise. The next verse. 13. For example, there was God's promise to Abraham. Since there is no one greater to swear by, God took an oath in his own name saying will certainly bless you and, and I will multiply your descendants beyond number Abraham is one person we should definitely imitate Abraham obtained the promise so we are not imitating obscurity because Abraham's combination of faith and patience has worked for generations we are here today living in faith because of Abraham so Holding on to the promise of God, he persevered. He went through, he patiently waited for the promise. Scripture says that though it took a long time, he patiently endured. I want to bring the substance out of patience. Yeah, Galatians. 5.22? Yes. Okay, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, there is no law against these things. Wow. So because these things are fruits from God's kingdom, there is no law against them. There is no law against them. So I want you to think mango, oranges, pineapples, all of these things are tangible. I want you to know that just like the fruits in the natural sense are edible and tangible, in the spirit realm, it's the same thing. What are fruits? They are yummy, they are sweet, they are healthy, full of vitamins, they are attractive, you can hold them. 
You can eat them. They do something to you. They make you feel better. They keep your body healthy. They provide your body with nutrients. This is how it works in the spirit realm. When you begin to engage patients, you are taking something tangible in the spirit realm that will nurture your spirit man. It comes from the Holy Spirit and it's available for us. And these men were able to produce it on the earth. And you may ask, how do I begin to produce patients? Let's start with the present. I want to ask every one of us, what trial are you facing right now? Producing patience is not fun for your flesh because the flesh wants what it wants now. Right? Uh-huh. Yes. So, okay. we should begin to ask the Lord for the grace to begin to look beyond the demands of our flesh. Ask that you may have joy in the process of producing patience so that you don't grow weary. Uh, amen. Let your heart be saturated with joy, knowing that you are using this present trial that you're going through right now as a springboard to begin to pull a substance of heaven down to earth. And it's not just for you. Like Abraham, it is for generations. We are part of Abraham's blessings because he engaged the substance of faith and the tangible fruit of patience. Well, it wasn't fun for his flesh because his flesh could not see it. His flesh could not see the promise, but he believed God. It was telling on his physical body. I mean, he ended up even falling for his wife's advice to, to have a child through Hagar. So his flesh gave in at some point, but he still persevered through it. So you and I, in this present trial that we're going through, we can choose to use it as a springboard to begin to produce substances from heaven. We'll begin to engage the combo of faith and patience and begin to transform not just our lives, but generations. These are the better things that come with your salvation. Mm. Amen. I am so excited about my book, Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. God is amazing. I can go on and on and think about what the Lord has done so far. But, you know, I just wanted to get on here and thank you so much for all the, <laughs> the support. And thank you for all the feedback I've been getting. Thank you for purchasing this book and buying for loved ones. Some of you bought like seven copies. Some of you bought like five copies. I am so delighted. God wants us to not only stay on the outskirts, and say, hey, come, come here, come here. He wants us in his kingdom realm with him. He wants to show us heaven. When Jesus Christ tore the veil, when he died and he took us into heaven, he seated us in heavenly places with God. So right now we are in that seated position. <laughs> it is just an endless life of growing our spirit man. So I found out that when Adam and God were interacting in the beginning, it was all about a spiritual interaction. So he made you and I to have a spiritual interaction consistently. What stopped that? What took us away from that? This is all a 
and so much more you will encounter in spirit, spirit, spirit. So I want you right now, I want to encourage you. Go for it. Go grab your copy. Please grab your copy. Tell me about it. Tell me what the Lord is already doing in your life. Tell me what the Lord is doing in the life of the loved one you will also buy the copy for. I encourage you to give the gift of the Spirit. Thank you.